I'm Billy Buttery, and this is Food is Culture, a podcast. Today's guests are a couple. I thought it would be fun to switch it up a bit and talk to two people in love, two star-crossed lovers who eloped early in the pandemic and have been eating and cheersing their way through the last year. <laughs> Nigel and Dorada are adorable. Nigel is an old friend of mine. We met many years ago while both working for an airline. Nigel is a pilot and unfortunately has been grounded for the last year. However, pre-pandemic, being a pilot has been based out of some really cool places. While stationed in Warsaw, he met Dorada and fell in love. He is so sweet and a mean barbecuer. Dorada, his new wife, is a sweetheart. This was the first time I met her and I loved hearing her talk about food. I've been craving Polish food since we chatted. Dorada brought up an interesting point about how long we actually sit at the dining room tables here. In Poland, the celebrating at Christmas is done at the table. I love long dinners and with friends I could sit for hours, enjoying the food, talking, sipping on drinks, tasting sweets, laughing, and cheering. But with family, there definitely seems to be a rush to the table when the food is out of the oven and a rush to clearing it back to the couch when the meal is over. (laughs) Granted, I have young children who do not enjoy sitting for too long after they've finished, but the logistics of it made me wonder a bit. Do we sit for less time at the dinner table at the holidays because dining rooms are usually rarely used tables in our homes? Is that because kitchens are the more natural gathering spot? In North America, do we more often use breakfast nooks to eat than our more formal dining rooms? And as a byproduct of that, feel weird sitting for long periods of time at them during the holidays? Just something I've sort of been wondering, I guess. Where do you do the celebrating at the holidays? Dining room table? Around a fire? Sprawled out in the living room? I want to know. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Cheers. Hello, hello. Thank you guys for joining me tonight. I'm so excited to have you both here. Great to be here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I want to jump right in. So since you're the guest of honor, I want to ask you first, Dorada, how do you um, define your cultural background? Uh, well, I'm Polish, born and raised uh, in Warsaw. And I came to Canada. I don't even know how to explain that because I came so many little times. Little. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, with uh, plans to stay, but um, like last year, COVID happened and I was stuck in Poland for 10 months and we had to get married. <laughs> so I was able to come back. <laughs> <laughs> and Nigel, how do you define your cultural background? English speaking Canadian, Ontario, you know, suburb kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Same as yes. Yeah. <laughs> and well, first let's start with how you guys met. I love this story. Uh, we met uh, while I was working in Warsaw, and uh, yeah, we didn't plan to get serious, but yeah, here we are, five years later. Yeah, <laughs> just fell in love. Yeah, me first, and then her second. <laughs> yeah, she took some convincing. <laughs> um, do you remember the first meal you guys ate together? Yeah. Well, I, don't, I wouldn't really call it a meal, but we had this, um, there was this kind of outdoor restaurant barbecue slash pub in this park that I lived very close to and she worked very close to. And we kind of shared a couple of uh, couple of beers and some, some barbecue chicken shashlik, I think it was called. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So just some traditional Polish barbecue kind of items. And we tried to have a conversation, but with my quiet voice and the loud band, wasn't much of a conversation. <laughs> yeah, so I just nodded and yeah, said yes. Nodded and smiled. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, nothing can go wrong over barbecue and beer. I mean, that's just a wonderful combo. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the first time you came to Canada, which was a couple years ago now, uh, do you remember what your first meal was here? Oh my God. Oh, was it not Niagara Falls, was it? I think, yeah, one of... Uh, oh man. Yeah, I was trying to find like, the best restaurant and I 
and we were in Niagara Falls in the winter on a weekday. I was living in Quebec City at the time, but we stayed in Toronto for a couple or in the Toronto area for a couple mm-hmm. nights. And uh, yeah, we couldn't find anything that was open except for Margaritaville. Or, yeah, Margaritaville. And it was just <laughs> disastrous. And I was so embarrassed. In Niagara like, Falls? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's better restaurants than this, I swear. <laughs> I don't remember what was first, to be honest, because oh, we yeah. did so many flights mm-hmm. and uh, we stayed uh, a few days in Quebec as well. And yeah. uh, here... Um, we had a really nice meal in uh, Quebec at the Chateau Frontenac. Mm. We, uh, I wanted her to try poutine, but obviously, you know, being at the Chateau Frontenac, they really fancied it up. So it wasn't like the, you know, the real kind of, yeah, the you know, cure poutine. Yeah. It was good. <laughs> yeah, it was good. I, I like imagine like, you know, three fries sort of like laid across a plate with like a drizzle of, uh, yeah. <laughs> a drizzle of gravy. No, okay. <laughs> but uh, I remember how surprised I was um, because everything is bigger here in Canada. And uh, that was my first, uh, first thing I, I noticed then. And uh, I was surprised how much you guys love barbecue. Mm. Yeah, it's not uh, that popular in Poland. And if we barbecue, usually it's um, sausage, kielbasa, mm-hmm. and blood sausage. Mm-hmm. So that was that was big difference with burgers. Mm. Like very often, maybe not every day, but very <laughs> often. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like. I mean, a good burger, especially in the summer in the backyard. It's. I think that's like a true North American you know, staple is a good burger for sure with Wasad poutine. (laughs) Do you like cooking Polish food now that you're here? I'm sure you do. Uh, I do because it reminds me of home and I think you always have this default in your brain. And for me, like it's same with cooking. So when I grew up, every meal, every dinner was served with potatoes. Mm -hmm. So obviously I'm not that crazy about potatoes as my parents or my great uh, parents but uh i'd say we have them pretty often yeah yeah it just uh, polish cooking is um time consuming mm-hmm. so that's the problem well i think of like when i think of polish cooking i definitely think of like pierogies and um cab rolls and cab rolls yeah. are so intricate really if you think about them so that's pretty quick actually is it okay i need to try it i haven't tried making them before yeah it's not that complicated and uh to be honest first time i ever made them was um like a month ago maybe mm-hmm. when I was here and I just felt like having them and I texted my mom asking for the recipe and the problem with my mom is that she always forgets a part of recipe <laughs> yeah because she doesn't like cooking so that was also a, um an issue but they were good yeah good and what was your favorite dish growing up mm-hmm. my favorite dish growing up that's our crazy neighbors. <laughs> Party time. Well, I don't know if that was my favorite, but for sure something that I remember was um, we call them kanapki, but they're open face sandwiches. And that was um, also our fast food. So mm. a, piece of, a slice of bread with uh, sour cream and sugar. Ooh, that sounds like interesting. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I mean, I love sour cream. I'll put sour cream on anything. 
Mm. Yeah, that was really good. And I remember when we were playing as kids and then we were just running home because we were hungry and that was that was something quick to eat. And I don't think our great-grandparents or grandparents thought it was unhealthy for them. It was just normal to have, so. Yeah, very fun. And what would you say was your favorite holiday growing up? I think Christmas, uh, obviously, but for us, Christmas is uh, a little different because, well, especially well, 20 years ago, um, it was more religious than it is now. Well, it's still religious in Poland. And uh, usually we were like going to church and uh, like for the whole December before Christmas, every day at six or seven. It was this short mass, but for us kids, it was funny because there was always some lottery. And uh, so we could win some chocolate bars or chocolates or sweets and uh, lots of cleaning as well. And then lots of cooking because uh, for Polish traditional um, Christmas Eve, actually, because for us Christmas Eve uh, is the most important. That requires 12 different uh, meals. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's a lot of cooking, a lot of work, and uh, but it's a lot of fun. And obviously we love eating and that uh, usually takes a long time to finish. So... So when you say 12 meals, was that like you, it was 12 different people or it was 12 different dishes? Dishes. Oh so, my goodness. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So for us, it's not like you bring food after, you know, like when you finish one and then you bring another, it's just like you put everything Serve. on the table yeah. and then people just, you know, sit and celebrate for hours. Mm-hmm. So that's all also different because here usually dinners are pretty quick. You eat and you're done. But yeah. in and no, when you have guests, usually that's like six hours at least. I love that. So you sit and you like enjoy at the table as opposed to, I think it's a very like North American thing that you like sit in the living room or the sitting room yeah. and you have cocktails and then you quickly eat dinner and then you go back to the sitting room or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Yes, yeah, so for us, everything happens at the table. Yeah. And uh, food. So we always have pierogi, obviously, mm-hmm. and different uh, kinds uh, because the tradition is that you don't have meat on Chris- Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was always pierogi with buckwheat and forest mushrooms. Mm. Mm, and the next day, that would be pierogi with uh, sauerkraut and forest mushrooms and some meat. Um, yeah, um, pasta with, um, poppy seeds. Hmm. That's interesting. So in like a, like a, was just olive oil or like a sauce? Something like that. To be honest, like in my family, we never liked it. So I think it happened maybe once when we had it, but that's, that's traditional, uh, dish. We also have carp, obviously. Well, not my family, because my family hate carp, but we have different fish <laughs> with vegetables. Uh, tell, tell her about the time you were a kid and uh, your friend had a carp swimming in her bathtub. What? <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of cooking before Christmas. So mm-hmm. usually you get all your groceries a few days before. Mm-hmm. And I remember visiting my friend a few days before Christmas. And <laughs> when I went to use their bathroom, there was a carp swimming in their bathroom. <laughs> Obviously waiting for the Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. So fresh, though. That's so smart. I love that. 
that must be exotic for you, but for yeah. me it was, well, it's not too common, but uh, it happens. <laughs> that <you laughs> that's that's so smart. I'm like, oh my goodness, next time I want to have like really fresh sushi for an event, I'm just going <laughs> to buy a real fish. <laughs> Let it have a swim. Yeah. <laughs> that's fun. Amazing. And were you here this Christmas or you came after Christmas, right? This year after Christmas, but I spent Christmas a year ago, right? Yeah. Yeah. And would you say like, so obviously a major difference is, um, you know, here we celebrate more Christmas day and the food is different. Yeah. So, well, first of all, there's no cleaning. <laughs> it's, it it's Well, yeah, but not crazy. Like we go, like my mom goes crazy, but um the different it's not religious there's um like on the 24th we were just sitting and relaxing and in poland that's the biggest celebration mm-hmm. um, the turkey i've never had uh, turkey like the full turkey in my life so that was oh, exciting wow. mm-hmm. and uh, just like other small traditions nigel's family have that was cool to see and uh, yeah. lots of different like, uh, uh, watching the queen's message and stuff i guess that's the yeah. The British heritage and stuff, but uh, and what's the thing your dad makes? Oh, beef Wellington. Mm. Yeah, that was good. And uh, that pie. Oh, tortier. Oh so yes. Mm, my dad yes. grew up in uh, Montreal, so there's some Quebec influence. So we have uh, tortier every Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. Well, in like in Quebec and sort of like you know French traditions, you celebrate a little bit on Christmas Eve. Like my mom is French, so we we open some presents on Christmas Eve and we have like a nice yeah. dinner Christmas Eve. And usually you wait till midnight. But when I was a kid, so when I was like young, we'd wait until midnight, and my mom and dad would let us each open like a little present, my brother and I. But then you know as we got older. You know, it started getting a little bit earlier and earlier because my parents end up just being like little kids too. They're like, okay, just open your presents now. <laughs> um, so we'd end up opening some presents Christmas Eve, but it's a nice tradition, you know, because then you kind of like ease in and then it's not all the pressure on Christmas Day because you've celebrated yeah. a little bit on Christmas Eve as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So fun. Yeah. And growing up, your mom was the cook, obviously. No, actually that was my grandma. Mm. My mom hates cooking and uh, <laughs> she was working a lot. Um, same with my dad. And uh, my dad was 18 years older than my mom. So he was from that generation um, that men didn't cook. And uh, he was only good at cooking. Um, potato pancakes. Platki. Yeah, platki and potato pancakes. So that was his specialty. And... Uh, I remember when my mom went for some health camp for uh, for the whole month, actually, and we had same dinner when we stayed with my dad. So <laughs> we were so tired and we missed mom so much and my grandma. But yeah, it was my grandma cooking. Oh, nice. And did she teach you how to cook or was it kind of just like watching her in the kitchen? Uh, I was too young to help her and uh, to be taught. So it was lots of watching. And uh, yeah, I just remember... Mm, that moment with my grandma, I remember her um, making pierogi, obviously, uh, lots of pasta, noodles, uh, potato dumplings. I remember this um, jar of uh, sourdough for bread or soup, because mm-hmm. we also have sourdough soup. Mm. I remember uh, sausage hanging above the stove and drying. I remember, um, I don't actually, I don't know why she was putting the cheese because she was making her own um, white cheese. And it was like, when it was drying, it was um, 
always um, under the table. I don't know why. I I I was too young to ask her why. Mm-hmm. And now I regret that she passed away so early because yeah, I had no chance to ask all the right questions. So <laughs> Yeah. But that's nice that you have those memories. Oh, yeah. yeah lots of memories. That's yeah. amazing. So now that you've been here for a little while, what is the one thing that you're definitely craving from back home for food? Bread. <laughs> yeah. There's like, that's not a question. Like bread, 100%. We are very particular about bread. And in Poland, there, the, there's this um, cold, I'd say, about bread. Like you can't waste it, you can't throw it out. And when you drop it, um, well, maybe not for our generation, but for older people, you always see them kissing the bread first before like putting them. I've seen Italians do that. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Like, and if you're going to throw it, like if you're going to waste anything, you kiss it first and then you wrap Mm -hmm. it in a napkin before you throw it out. It's so interesting. Mm -hmm. I guess, I think it might be like a religious thing because bread is supposed to be like body of Christ. Mm -hmm. Um, So bread is so revered, right? It was actually national, um, national bread waste day. I think last week I saw on Instagram, one of those silly holidays, but it was all these bloggers showing different ways to not waste bread and what to do with bread when it goes stale, which I thought was kind of interesting. Yeah. So actually when you get married and you get, um, all the wishes, that's one of the wish you get that you never suffered the lack of bread in your life with your new husband or your new wife. <laughs> I love that. And actually that's the thing when um, parents uh, greet uh, newlyweds right after the ceremony, there's always uh, bread and salt. Oh, I love that. And then salts yeah. to keep your life flavorful? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's for me, it's so normal. I never really asked why. (laughs) (laughs) To keep it salty. I guess not salty, but keep it, uh, but salt, you know, way back when was a form of currency as well. So I'm sure it's also like a sign of wealth. um, Yeah. Wealth and prosperity, right? So fun. And then, so when you got married, you eloped, but did your mom come? No, that was, um, that was the beginning of second wave in Poland and in Europe in general. So we were planning on taking her with us, but finally we were like, yeah, maybe it's not safe. So she, de- and she decided to stay in Poland and wait for the normal wedding. Yeah, we were mm-hmm. watching the travel advisories every day until Denmark kind of closed its doors to other countries, but we snuck in. Yes, it happened <laughs> a few days yeah, after we got married. It's like secret spy. I love it. Like you have to like get the borders and you have to get married. And <laughs> I love that. No, it was a cool story. It'll, it will be a cool story. Well, and the photos are gorgeous. You know, I, I eloped as well. And the one thing that I'm so happy I did was I took some, we took really nice photos because, Mm -hmm. you know, at the end of the day in 20 years, all you want to do is look back and see how hot you were on your wedding day. So (laughs) (laughs) that's all that matters. Yeah. So where did you get married? Uh, We eloped at City Hall in Toronto. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, we were both born here and both like, you know, Mm -hmm. city kids and Toronto kids. So uh, we... I loved it. City Hall it was great. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, so, Nigel, what is your favorite dish that she makes? Your favorite Polish dish? Well, I never really liked soup until I moved to Poland. And, well, I never really thought about soup as a something I would like. Let's say I never hated it. But all the, the various Polish soups, there's zupa, which is Polish for soup. Zupa ogorkova. Ogorkova. Ogorkova, which is basically a pickle soup which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Her mom makes it every time I come visit. 
what else? Kapushniak, which is like a sauerkraut soup. But our sauerkraut is different. We don't use vinegar. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love cabbage rolls, so uh, guamki they're called. That's uh, Those are probably my top three, I'd say. Yeah, Barshbiawi, which is uh, like a sourdough soup. Mm. Yeah, which is really good. I'm so hungry. I just had dinner and now I want all of the soups. Those are my favorite things. And of course, I love, I love uh, pierogi as well. But yeah. yeah, I would say uh, the soups are my favorite part of Polish cuisine. Mm-hmm. And what would you say is your favorite Canadian dish now? Well, besides burgers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've always loved... You know, a good steak, like a properly cooked steak. Obviously not every day, but uh, what else? Nice pasta. I mean, I guess that's not Canadian. Well, not, no Canadian food is Canadian, I guess you could say. Yeah, that's craft dinner. <laughs> no, no craft dinner. I've grown it at that stage. Uh, uh, I love mac and cheese. I've never had it oh, yeah. in my life before <gasps> I came here. So for me, that's a Canadian thing. Yes. yes. And I love it. Yeah. yeah, my favorite traditional Canadian food would be uh, tortilla. I'd say mm-hmm. yeah. that's we don't, we don't have a lot of traditional Canadian food, so I guess it's uh, it's hard to pick. <laughs> yeah, I was um, talking about this with a chef on a on an earlier episode, and we were talking about like what is a Canadian. Uh, food but I didn't even think of tortilla and that's so that is so Canadian mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> interesting Andrada what is your favorite Canadian well besides so mac and cheese and burgers are your two probably favorite Canadian yeah I, I think so and uh, I love Canadian McFlurries I know it's weird but mm. they're better than in Poland <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So good. Oh my goodness. I can't wait for you to experience more of the more of the city once we open up. We get to eat so much food. Yeah. I already told Nigel we're like taking you on like food tours. Yeah. The city. Oh yeah, big time. Yeah, like food truck festivals and um did you, have, did you end up going to the distillery district last year? I went there. Oh, I, I did, went I, there with Brigham. Yeah, she went yeah, there so. with uh, another girl, but uh yeah, I haven't I haven't taken you there, I don't think. No. It's a, such a fun thing. Although I don't think they did that when we were kids. I think that was like, it's like a relatively new thing. Um, it's so mm-hmm. fun at Christmas and so pretty with the big tree and the you know poutine mm-hmm. and uh, the hot chocolate, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. <laughs> so fun. Um, what would you say if someone maybe hasn't had Polish food or hasn't really tried Polish food before, would you say is like, okay, you need to try this because this is so distinctly Polish? Mm-hmm. Well, I'd say pierogi, but uh, not the ones uh, that are popular here in Canada, but uh, the ones with um, sauerkraut and forest mushrooms. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're delicious. And uh, what else? What would you say? Uh, The kielbasa, obviously. Mm -hmm. And bread. It's not kielbasa. Yeah, kielbasa. Kielbasa. Yeah. (laughs) And bread. Have you made bread from scratch before? Mm -hmm. And it's still not as good as home. It's very good bread. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah to be honest, I prefer to make it here than to go and buy it. Mm-hmm. Well, for sure. Yeah, but I'm crazy, so <laughs> I mean, I'm very nothing, particular about bread. <laughs> nothing is better than homemade bread. I, I started going to school for it just because I thought that way. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> okay, well, I want to do some rapid fire questions, but we'll do um, we'll do it at the same time. So. We'll go with you first. So would, would you prefer water or land? Land. And Nigel? Water. Water. Or air, maybe. 
Uh, Apple or pineapple? Pineapple. Pineapple. Favorite drink? Wine. Okay. Okay. So I want you to imagine you're in a city anywhere in the world and you're hanging out and you hear um, glasses being cleared and maybe some music in the background and people chatting. What city are you in? Uh, I'd say I'm in Warsaw. And are you inside or outside? Mm, outside. And are you drinking something? Of course. I'm Polish. <laughs> <laughs> what are you drinking? Um, I'd say some shots, probably. Mm, well, I miss normal life and I miss hanging out with people. So that's that's very related. Yeah. I love it. And are you eating something or snacking on something? Mm, I'm eating. Well, actually, I would go for barbecue right now. (laughs) And who are you with? Nigel and my friends. Yeah. Amazing. And surrounded by lots of people. Yes. Uh, (laughs) I miss people. (laughs) Me too. Me too. Yes. Okay. So Nigel, same question. So you're in a cafe anywhere in the world. Where are you? You've just left Warsaw. And, think, uh, and the shots. Dubrovnik. Okay. I remember having a lot of nice meals in Dubrovnik. And are you inside or outside? Outside. And what are you drinking? Uh, Croatian wine. And are you eating something? Yeah. Seafood from sea. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess I can guess who you're with. Yeah. Amazing. I love it. I've never been to Dubrovnik, but I've just seen photos and it looks so beautiful. Oh yeah, yeah. It was uh, it was a cool experience. Expensive though. Game of Thrones really did a number. To the- <laughs> yeah, now it's for Americans. <laughs> now it's for Americans. <laughs> well, that's good for their you know their tourism, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so funny. Was it filmed there? I didn't even know that. Yeah, parts of it. Yeah, just in a castle. Oh, yes. uh, do you know Walk of Shame? Yeah, that's Dubrovnik. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah. Amazing. I just, I actually just saw there's a there's a prequel coming out that I'm really excited about. Oh, I watched. Uh, yeah, I've never actually watched the show. I watched, <laughs> I think, two seasons, and then I had to wait for another one, and I just never came back to that. So, so my husband and I never had seen any episodes, not one episode, and then they was like official. Okay, we're doing the last season. It's going to be a two parter, <laughs> and my husband and I were like, you know what? Let's just watch it from the beginning, yeah. not realizing how long it was. Oh, yeah. And that each episode is like a full hour. Yeah. But we did it. And we we actually caught up to the to the point where mm-hmm. we were still like catching up like the last week, but we got to watch the final like live. Mm-hmm. And but we we were like we put in work because mm-hmm. we we only had we did like I think in three months we watched all of it. Yeah, you really have to pay attention to that show. Oh yeah, there's no texting while you're while you're watching. <laughs> no, no scrolling Instagram while you're watching that. You'll miss something integral <laughs> or a scene like Dubrovnik. Yeah. <laughs> okay, my loves, thank you so much. That was so much fun. Thank Such you. a pleasure talking with you guys. Yeah. I love hearing about your your story and your food here. And now I just want all the you know polar soups and delicious breads. I'm gonna need to go bake you know bake some bread fruit fresh. I think. I'll cook for you. <laughs> oh, I would love that. Yes. 
when it's all when it's all safe, we'll get together as soon as possible and hang out. And I'll make you something like very maple syrupy, so that it's like very Canadian. <laughs> she puts it in her coffee. <gasps> mm, yeah. Yummy! Oh, so good. Yeah. Okay, delicious. Thanks, guys. No problem. Thank you. I want to talk about smells for a minute. There is nothing like the smell of bread baking in the oven or sizzling onions sautéing in butter and olive oil. But before I start cooking anything in the kitchen, especially with my two young children, I make sure to clean, disinfect, and sanitize with a safe and effective cleaning spray. And I love starting with the crisp and clean smell of Force of Nature. I've been using Force of Nature for over a year and have recommended it to my family. They all love it too. On the EPA's list of disinfectants approved for use against COVID-19, but also bacteria and germs like salmonella, it is completely safe to use around pets and children. <laughs> it has no added fragrance and is safe to use around those with smell sensitivities. Also, preparing the solution myself makes me feel like a scientist. This is not a sponsored post. I just love and believe in the product so much that when they opened their affiliate program, I jumped at applying. The link and promo code are in the show notes under the details for this episode. By purchasing through my link, you'll be supporting costs associated with this podcast and me. Go to www.forceofnatureclean.com slash buttery and use promo code MAKEITSAFE for 25% off and free shipping on your purchase of a starter kit or bundle. With no added fragrance, Force of Nature has a light swimming pool smell. I just love the crispness. After cleaning up in the kitchen, I'm ready to fill the house with delicious food smells once again. Until next time, bye.